You're listening to Ensemble, a podcast that creates learning experiences for the next generation of leaders and thinkers. My name's Sean Benolio, and I'm sitting down with thought leaders and experts to talk about today's trends and ideas that are shaping the future. Ensemble started with the vision of bringing executive level learning experiences to younger emerging leaders and entrepreneurs at a fraction of the price. Fed up with traditional events, Ensemble's passion for experience-driven content, trending topics, and intimate crowds is empowering the next generation of thinkers and creatives. For this preview episode, I sit down with Sandy Marshall and Baron Minette to talk about the future of Ensemble, the past, the present, and where we're going. Why don't you both tell me a little bit about what Ensemble is and uh, where you see it growing from here. Sounds great. We're coming up to our ending our second season of Ensemble. That's so right. when we started, both myself and Sandy and our um, collaborator, Michael Gurgis, who couldn't join us today, we started noticing that all the co- business conferences started to look the same. They were big. They were expensive. They were, um, they tried to cover a wide range of topics, usually on a half day or a day basis. And a lot of the people we were working with in our companies, people we were collaborating with, younger professionals, were starting to complain that they were either out of reach financially, they weren't getting the opportunities to attend because their companies only had a certain amount of budget. And um, what we're trying to do, it gave us the idea that a lot of the events that we were producing in the past, how could we now start thinking about planning business learning experiences for the next group of leaders who are, you know, I think going to take a variety of industries to the next level. So in a way, it's kind of like a non-networking networking event Mm -hmm. where uh, you don't necessarily have to hand out business cards, but you're also going to have the opportunity uh, to meet super senior people in really important organizations doing some really cool work who are interested to talk about some interesting topics to people much more directly than they would in a huge conference environment. Mm. And for people on the other side, to Baron's point, who just might not be able to have access to these kind of events, you know, we were like, it's really cool for some big conferences to have, you know, two or three days of content, but there's a lot of people who can't drop 800 or 1,000 bucks for a day. So we decided to cut the ticket price to 25 bucks. Try to basically take the conference model and flip it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we kind of look at it as um, we're all working in um, types of different experience design, whether it's marketing, whether it's business, whether it's digital, whether it's production. But Ensemble is a bit of a lab for us because we want to build the kind of events that we've always wanted to go to. I think um, a lot of events out there for the audience, the, the gap between the, the audience and the stage is getting farther apart. It's harder to connect intimately it's harder to meet those speakers especially the more senior they are so we wanted to see if we could kind of take down that fourth wall it's um so they're smaller events you know 150 to 200 people um so it's intimate it's more casual it happens at night um and the whole goal is that we're all part of something bigger and we all get a little bit smarter and meet some new people with like-minded values and yes uh after 
nine and we're coming up to our 10th ensemble. Mm -hmm. It's been just exciting to see it grow and see people who don't even know we're a part of it and want to come back. I mean, you're a great example of that. You, you know, you've heard about it for a while, came, liked it a lot, enough to get more involved. So it's a perfect yeah. example to what we're trying to do. Definitely, yeah. So, you know, you guys mentioned finding holes in the existing conference model and, and trying to fill that with trending topics, engaging conversation, industry leaders, thought mm -hmm. leaders within different industries and professions. So Ensemble's really been a great starting point here. And I think that moving into a podcast, moving into more types of content is only going to bring people closer together, really gonna help that mission statement of growing together. I wanna to get a quick question from both of you. What is the favorite moment from Ensemble One to now? So I think, I think my moment of Ensemble One is we thought we had a good idea, and then the, I st distinctly remember the, right before we opened the doors, and I was like, is anybody gonna come? We opened the doors, we were at a different venue when we started, and you don't get to see anything until you open the doors, and you open the doors to a lineup of people who were waiting to have the same kind of experience. And it just sort of made the, f uh, I guess the analogy for me is like diving into a pool that's really warm. Like it was safe and people were all there for the right reasons. It's been a tremendously collaborative experience. So everyone who we work with, from people who are speaking, participating, uh, you know, right down to us working behind the scenes to, you know, collaborate on emails and branding. It's very collaborative, very, very quick. Um, we're really in agreement to try something new so we don't take too much time to overthink it. I think that's one of my favorite things about this project is we really don't overthink too much. We, we don't really take ourselves too seriously. We don't I take ourselves that's, yeah. too seriously. Yeah, we try to, to put content out there, see how it plays. Um, the early examples Baron is talking about with like the Great Hall were really surprising and delightful that so many people showed up. You know, we had a huge crowd in some of those earlier events and now at WE, um, it's continually packed and we're continuing to see some really great audiences. It's also really fun in the events to see people who are emerging leaders really early in their careers getting to go right up to people who, in companies who are super senior to meet with them, exchange a couple words, connect later for a coffee, whatever the case may be. Just having gone through that myself, it's so hard to mm -hmm. grind out those connections and that networking that this hopefully provides a safe environment for that. Also for people to be approached, because people who are senior in companies, they, they need to meet emerging talent and the, the leaders of tomorrow. De definitely. So that's really critical. So that's also really fun to see some of those kind of collapsing conversations. But what's your, have you felt yeah. that as well? So I think uh, you hit on the hammer there. At the last ensemble I was at, which was the Future of Wealth, ensemble number nine, I was connecting with these top level uh, executives and, and walking right up to them. I felt that the barrier for entry was, was really gone and there was no sort of stigma around, hey, this is who I am, it's great to meet you, let's collaborate. And I think I walked away with a few really strong connections and, and, and being able to take that conversation online, whether that's through LinkedIn and, and really making those connections meaningful rather than seeing somebody at a big conference and kind of bumping shoulders, not really having the great impactful connection that you want to and then kind of leaving did I make an impact did I you know am I really gonna to speak to that person are they gonna make a difference um, and so really the level of engagement at ensemble is higher for both attendees and speakers and, and it shows in the audience as we end off the preview episode I want to do a quick two-parter here I'm gonna ask you guys a question yep. and then you guys are gonna rapid-fire ask me a quick question as the host so Great. the audience can kind of get a little bit of sense of who I am and and uh, what we're bringing to the table here so for both of you favorite ensemble volume and why mmm that's good I can jump in I do really it. enjoyed the future of cities 
And this particular volume focused on the future of how cities are going to approach, you know, infrastructure, infrastructure, population explosions, um, expansion of landscape and, and architecture and all this kind of stuff. And it was really fascinating to sort of hear um, what our city has in store right down to bike lanes on the Danforth. My favorite one is the next one we're doing. It's always the next one. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. cause um, if, you know, and if anybody's listening out there as a producer, you take it really near and dear to your heart and you think of all the things that you can do better for the next one. Right. Even though a lot of people don't see it. So I'm really excited for future of truth. I think fake news, if you pressed yeah. me, I think what we did with fake news and being able to have the Globe and Mail and Vice up there and talking to those people, I just think it's such a deep, rich topic. But we're in the process of putting the final plans for the 2020 season, and man, those topics are going to be awesome. So right now, I'm so excited for Ensemble X. Um, I think... Uh, I think the future of truth is something we all need to know more about so we know who's talking to us and, frankly, why mm-hmm. why we're listening. So. Definitely, right? You know, Canadian elections just happened. A lot of political advertising on social media. I yep. think uh, Twitter just stopped political advertising. That's right. Uh, right? Jack Dorsey mm-hmm. put a stop to that. Facebook, not yet, though trailing behind. So it's exciting to see. I think Ensemble X is going to be a great show. Now let's flip it and you guys ask me a couple questions and then we'll end the preview episode out. Where are you from? Toronto. Born and raised. Born and raised. Where in Toronto? Thornhill. Thornhill. Oh yeah. Okay. Favorite, favorite food? Favorite food? Steak. Favorite event that you've gone to in the last year not Ensemble? Consumer Electronics Show. Cool. What would you be doing this, uh, today if you weren't hanging with us? I would be probably entering data on a spreadsheet or doing some freelance design work uh, for some small clients, branding, logos, etc. So way more glamorous. Yes. yes. What's something about yourself that people just wouldn't be able to believe? I rap very well really? at a very high level, yeah. We have to get you on stage sometime at Ensemble. I will say, from an improv background, there's nothing harder than freestyle rapping. When the pressure is on, it is so hard. Hats off to you. Thank you. Maybe uh, the ensemble, the future of ensemble, will uh, have a little freestyle jam. Sometime. That would be awesome. Future of hip hop would be cool. Talk. Future of hip hop would be great call. too. You know. Yeah. So, so you're coming call. up with episodes on the fly here. Trying, trying. Love, love it. Okay. Well, I want to thank Baron and Sandy for being with us here in this uh, this container garage, as we are maybe a little echoey, but uh, we got great things planned for the next episode of Ensemble. So stay tuned and subscribe wherever you can, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, tell us, for listeners, tell us what you want for topics. We want to hear about Mm -hmm. it. We sure do. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, we'll see you at the next Ensemble. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information on this topic or more like this, head to EnsembleCo.com. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. 